0: there's nothing worse than having a lack of confidence because you ate a ghost pepper i already don't have confidence exactly you don't need any help you know what i mean like
1: (laughs) that's how the podcast starts right there are we rolling we're rolling that was that was part of the podcast that's just going to be in there we're just going to roll with that yeah nice what's up y'all welcome to episode 20 of the dm monday podcast i'm trey lewis and i know burrell today he's uh hosting around right around the corner but uh got my co-host here trey bonner what's up guys tnt baby bam um, how you been doing, man? Dude, I've been solid. What about you? You've been I on the I feel like road? we haven't hung out or like even talked on the phone or like just been friends in a while. I know. It's we're, always like, hey, let me get these liners. Let me get this. Let me yeah, get it's that. like I text you and then I yeah. text you and then you send it back. And it's like, all right, thanks.
2: Yeah. All right, thanks. Talk to you later. Um, now you've been busy. You were on the road. I was you're on the va- road. You were in va- uh, Laughlin, well, we we and so Swarks. it was
1: miserable. We played, it was like miserable traveling. Um, but it was also beautiful at the same time. So we went to, we played in Tuscaloosa at Rounders, which was fun, and then Ben had his baby, so he wasn't with us. We had Colin with us. Have you met Colin? I still haven't met Colin. Colin's funny. Uh, he's a funny guy. He just says things that takes people by surprise, but he's 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 a fun guy, but so we had him with us, and uh, we, we played the show, and then... Uh, Alex got my truck. We drove to Birmingham. We slept in the parking lot at the Birmingham airport for like an hour. Got on the airplane, flew to Reno, got out of there, got left the airport in our rental car, um, played the show, slept, and then drove eight hours across the desert. Which is like, and you think eight hours, oh, we got to drive eight hours. Like, that sucks. But it was really cool. Like, when are you going to get a chance to drive across the desert in a car, you know, like um, uh, Cooper Allen opened both the shows, which was really cool because um, some of y'all don't know this, but we have a song coming out together um, in January, me, him and um, Thomas Mack. So it was cool just to kind of like see his live set and like, you know, just talk to him. But we were talking about that drive because he had to make the same drive too. But I was like, you dude, one day we're going to be in a bus and airplane or like whatever, like we're not going to, we're gonna look back on this. Like, when do you get the chance to ride in a van or a car across the desert? Like, it was really cool.
2: What did they take a sprinter out there? I or? think
1: they were in a. Yeah, I think they were in a some kind of rental thing. I don't know because they flew out there. I mean, they were full band. Their their band's really good. Their drummers freaking awesome. Mac you need to practice the sit. <laughs> Our set or Cooper Allen set? <laughs> oh, well, either <laughs> one. You
2: know? as long as you're practicing, that's no, really all. I don't
3: know what anybody heard Friday night. I, I or Thursday. I played fine. I saw
1: you. I saw you uh, uh, carry a beer on stage. Were you drinking beer Friday?
3: Nope, oh, sad and or under the stage. I didn't know what you were doing. Oh, sad and Was under the stage. Beer. I didn't have to go back downstairs after the show. Oh, okay, cool. I wouldn't. Think thinking ahead. Warm, um,
2: warm beer.
1: So. We drive across the desert. We play the show in Laughlin, which Laughlin is like an hour and a half from Vegas. Mm-hmm. And it reminds me of like Myrtle Beach. So like kind of really trashy. Dirty know? as hell. And we play the last Kid Rock show. In case you didn't know, I've been on tour with Kid Rock for the last six months. We played the last show. And then right next to our hotel, our hotel smelled like, like uh, kitty litter, Febreze, and cigarette smoke. But I heard there was a bunch of awesome fans at the hotel as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was, like, stopping and taking pictures with people. and uh, But anyways, uh we decided to go to um in and out afterwards to celebrate, and I got the, you know... The, the triple? One, well, I got the protein. Oh, nice, with, no, with the no lettuce wrap? Yeah. And uh we're, like, walking through the hotel. We run into Cooper's TM and his guitar player, and we, like, talk to them for a minute, and I'm just like, my stomach's just, like... You know, blowing. And I'm just like, all right, I feel a shit coming on. And uh, I'm, we get back to the hotel. I'm laying on the bed and I've just decided to fart. And I shit my pants like through the underwear, through the pants onto the bed, straight up shit my pants. Did you throw them away? Huh? Do you throw them away? Bring them uh, home. I watch threw them, them away. And the <laughs> funny thing is, is they gave us two hotel rooms. But like me and Alex always ended up staying in the same hotel room. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, Alex, get up, get your shit. We're moving hotel rooms.
4: <laughs> <laughs> That's great.
1: So we just moved over there. So that was fun. Um. That's so funny. What'd you do this
2: weekend? I didn't really do a whole lot. I went to the Vanderbilt. Uh, Ole Miss game that was fun played a good first half oh yeah really just stayed home edited content oh was there. that game here it was here oh yeah it they blew y'all's ass out after that the first half was good but the second half was just trash yeah I don't know if it was ASCAP or BMI or there's a bunch of industry people somebody had the tailgate spots like Joy Beth like everybody we knew was there
1: oh wow yeah this the Tennessee game will have already happened by the time this episode comes out but I'm pretty nervous about Bama Tennessee but, like, if they beat us, you know. What's Tennessee ranked? I don't know, but they're undefeated. Yeah. They're, they're up there. I know Ole Miss was, like, nine. Yeah, they beat the fuck out of uh, LSU. Yeah. Yeah, LSU's not good. No. But, I mean, I'll be excited. You know, I mean, I'll be not excited, but I'll be okay if they beat us. You know, it's like. Mental you peace. You haven't beat us in 15 years, so, like, if you beat us this season. Or of, it's, it's, it's in
2: Knoxville, right?
1: I think so. Yeah, because Jasper asked, asked me to go, and I was like,
2: dude, I don't think so. Is he a Bama fan or no? He is. Yeah. But he's got like some work stuff. He's like, we can go and I can work. And I was like, ah, I think I'm good. I yeah. don't want to drive that
1: far on an off weekend. Yeah, I'm pumped. uh I am mean, to New York. I'm kind of pumped to Kid Rock tours over. It's, oh, really? It was fun. You know, I enjoyed it. It was an experience of a lifetime. I mean, you know. Made a bunch of cool friends, too. Made a bunch of cool friends. Um, though I can't say enough about his crew and him, you know, honestly. Um, one night, he had the guy that owned in and out to the show. And they brought it in n out truck. So after the show everybody got That's awesome. Free where was In-N-Out. that at? California? Um that was the weekend before last, so wherever we were. in California. Remember. Yeah, California. Yeah. So that was cool. That's wild. I can't even imagine um, an in n out truck. Yeah. It was cool. It had like like um where you get your drinks. Yeah. You know, on That's the outside. Fine. That's yeah. awesome. I got something weird going on with my shoulder. I'm not really sure what it, what, what it is. See a but, chiropractor or something? Yeah, I once saw a new doctor. He was like, he had me like laying on the table and like pulling my leg and like, you know, like, don't let me push your leg. And then he'd be like, all right, now stick your tongue out to the left and don't let me push your leg. And I would like push it and I'd have my tongue out and it would still like it would push. It was like a brain thing. Like this guy was smart. What the hell? Yeah, he knew all about the body and everything. That's wild. So, you're going. I'm going, to N- I'm New going York. back tomorrow. Um, going to New York this weekend. Yeah, going to New York this weekend. Never been before. Bussing it in the big sexy. Bussing it in the uh, favorite fishing tour bus. So it's going to be it's going to be a blast.
2: How how far did that drive? Because y'all are leaving tomorrow night. So I, I, assume, I looked
1: at it last night. It's only like 13 hours. Oh, so that's, so not that's not bad. Because I drove in a minivan like last, in August. And it wasn't bad. Yeah, it's not a bad drive. And we're going to like up near Syracuse and, you know, it's like upper New York. But it's it's not going to be that bad of a drive. Are you going to Niagara Falls or no? I don't know what we're doing, you know. Usually when we get in the bus, I just get in my bunk, shut the curtain, watch movies. That's all Did that. you watch Dahmer yet? I
2: watched the first episode and that was it. And I was like, fuck, I, I'm going to watch anime because I'm lame. Before dude.
3: you got here, I was just asking him if he watched. I watched it while I was in Selma this past weekend. It, it is some weird shit. He watched the whole thing? Yeah, I watched the whole thing. Dude, I can't like...
1: It took me a while to get through that all. Was it like just hard to watch or like anxiety? I mean, dude, it's just crazy. I mean, it's just... I find it interesting how those, like, psychopaths and, like, how their mind works. I know? enjoyed the, the tech. Like, like, I'm not a fan of, like, scary movies or anything like that. But, like, stuff that's already happened, you know, and those people are dead. Like, it doesn't freak me out. Like, I just, like, if you can't understand something, why somebody would do all these terrible things, like...
3: It's I don't know. It's just interesting to me. He didn't even have a reason though. Yeah, like, not to. he can't. I don't want to spoil it for anybody listening. I mean, spoil it, like, There's just this one part where he's like making this whole like he like he got to the point where he was eating them and he made like this like whole like tenderloin steak out of one of them's leg or something and like cooked it to medium rare and ate it. Fuck. Yeah, that's weird, right?
1: Yeah, I guess I'll go home and watch it. There's a you know at the end of the thing where they have that John Wayne John Wayne Gacy or whatever on there. Yeah. So he has like a Netflix special where they like talk about yeah that one, the too. lost tapes yeah, yeah. He, see you get on you start watching this true crime shit and then you just get on a roll and then you know so I hope they do a show with him like a drama yeah
3: that because the tri- the lost tapes or whatever for the John it's not as entertaining as the Dahmer tapes one.
1: Yeah, I haven't seen the Dumber tapes one, but it's pretty crazy. Is uh did
2: you ever watch that uh Shockingly Evil? The Ted Bundy with Zach? Yeah, that dude, was really good. that was great. It was like four episodes, three episodes. It was really dude, good. It was awesome. It was great. He killed it. Are you watching anything
1: else? Um, not really. I mean, I I watched that, and I've watched a couple of movies. I watched the new Top Gun movie. I haven't good. seen the first one. You haven't never seen? Top dude, Gun. I didn't see the new Top Gun until like I don't know a year or two. I mean, the old old one like to like a year or two ago. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. When was the last time you've been to a movie theater? I don't. I think Twenty One
2: Jump Street was the last movie I went to. Damn, so before me, my last movie was Twenty Thirteen. Damn, what'd you
3: see? Uh, Southpaw.
2: Southpaw. <laughs>
3: no, Southpaw. That movie. He's not. A, he don't strike me as an airbud. He'd be a homer bound. Yeah. I don't even know what that is,
2: michael I
1: remember when I was married one time. We we went to see this movie. It was like called like. The nut, or something like it was like a squirrel nut, or something. I don't know, and not sexual, yeah, 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 but uh, was it a cartoon? Yeah, it was a cartoon. And I remember me and my ex wife were sitting there, and we looked at each other. It's like this movie's fucking awful, we gotta get out of here. <laughs> That's so funny, but yeah, I haven't been to movie. Mac, Mac, Wines. When's the last time you went to the movie?
3: uh we went when we played at was it rowdy's in texas when oh, yeah, actually yeah. the last time colin was out with us we went to we went watch top gun maverick over because i oh, yeah. had that theater right next door yeah
2: is it still expensive in like 20 bucks to go to the movies
3: no dude it was like i think it cost us i think it was 13 dollars for the ticket and That's then this sad. was like the nice one too where you got the reclining chairs sets. and like it was just like you could lay all the way back and watch the movie it was great you know the the movie theater that's like in um, Opry Mills, mm-mm, in Birmingham,
1: that's over there, like in Irondale. They serve alcohol there. Oh, really? Yeah. I think a lot of them do now. I so, yeah, uh, last, cool. last no, uh, I think last house on the left or something. That sounds scary as hell. Yeah, it was scary <laughs> as hell. Maybe. I went with like a church group, and there's like a there's like a scene in there that's like. I don't know it's not good and my friend Gary like he's a real country he's from Pine Hill, Alabama I guess I'm sorry but we're leaving I ain't watching this <laughs> that's just this is bad can't do it <laughs> that was funny um, oh no I mean it was funny not the not the scene in the movie yeah, the but movie, just yeah. how he was just like yeah that's awful we just can't do this I feel like damn it's not like Netflix where you're just turning off you're like no. alright we're done what else we got? Co Wetzel this weekend? Yeah, Co Wetzel. No, next week. Next weekend. Yeah. yeah, we go to New York and then Co doing some shows with Co Wetzel. Co and Colby. Yeah, so I think it was uh, we did that, the welltail Takeover. Was that it? The Brills Round? Yes. And uh, Co was there, but he was like in the back parking lot. He was like, wanted to meet me. And we had some Co offers like earlier when, in the when year. When Dick Down first popped off, mm. but we were already just like so booked and so slammed. So. He wanted to meet me, so I went out back, and he was like, so we're doing some shows together, and I was like, hell yeah, finally, it's finally happening. I'm pumped, so um, I just love their content. It's yeah, great. Yeah, dude, they'd be having, like, fucking pyro and shit on stage. and Yeah, I just love the content they make that's, like, just, like, stupid, like, you know, funny stuff. Yeah, um, it's pretty funny. Beating the shit out of each other. Fucking
2: Mac, gonna watch it this weekend.
3: Oh, you- I watched. Uh, he put out that thing on YouTube. It's Road to El Paso. Yeah, it's pretty funny. It's like it's not like their TikTok stuff. It's like they're they're acting in it, but it's, oh, really? it's great. Yeah, that's awesome. Um. What
1: have you been listening to? Dude, honestly, I'm bored of music. I, I Dude, can't find Dude, have you listened it. to the new Hardy thing? The, yeah,
2: I think it's awesome. The, the Truck Bed? Is that uh, what it's called?
1: Truck Bed, and then there's uh, The Crow. Mockingbird and, and the Crow. Mockingbird and the Crow. crow. Seven-minute song. I mean, I said this on the last episode. But I'll say it again. There is nobody like fucking Hardy. Dude, Dude, I agree. He's the best. And I remember when he first came on the scene, like, you were listening to that EP. And I was like, what the fuck is this? This is bullshit. And, like, I remember me and Dawson having a conversation where I was like, I don't really like Hardy that much. And he was like, what? How can you not like him? He's literally the fucking best there is. And I just didn't know anything about him. And then I went and did my research. And I was like, yeah, I don't remember to let that comment see the light of day. But here we are. Here we are um he's I'm awesome f- dude like he's he's the man so. when's the record come out um uh january 20th oh, hell yeah. yeah it's too long to wait but i know that's forever i'm excited but at least he put out like four songs or three songs
2: yeah so. the uh i'm excited to see how the the mix of country and
1: everything dude sounds. nobody's ever done that before really yeah i mean the only out the only thing that i can like compare to what i heard and on that song is like the outsiders by air church mm-hmm. that album you're, you're not an Air Church fan, are you? I like the first two records. Yeah. But that the um I think that's the Is that one. the one that's Mr. Misunderstood
2: uh is that on in that record?
1: No, no, no. That's a different record. That's a that's a later record. Um, but the, whatever album the uh The Outsiders is on. I think that's the title track. I think of it the is album. the title track. Um but that's the only thing like he yeah, had that song, uh uh oh, there's some song on, on there about like um about like the opry and stuff mm. um where he's like talking and stuff but that's like the only thing that like i think it's when i first heard that eric church record i was like that's a badass record like nobody's ever done that before and then like you know, here we are to me that's kind of like the yeah. equivalent but even more badass or what should i be
2: listening to because i'm literally bored of music i can't find anything i'm listening to like seasonal albums right
1: now like yeah winter i don't fall. know i mean i I haven't really been listening to much either. I've just been listening to a bunch of demos and work tapes trying to figure out what songs are going to be on this album. What are you listening to, Dude, you know what podcast I have been listening to that is fucking great? And I was on it? The Dumb Dumb Blonde podcast. Oh, that's awesome, Bunny. Bunny. Bunny's podcast is hilarious, dude. I'm trying to decide, but it's like it. They they mix in a good bit of seriousness and that's like that's cool and mental health and yeah everything. And mental health and I mean it's but I mean it's great. I was listening. You know who Demps is the girl on TikTok. Mm-hmm. You know I who she is, Macklin. She's like a TikToker. She's got like I don't know. She's got like two million or something followers, but she like uh, Nate Smith. You oh, know. Yeah, him? like she like blew up his songs on there by doing like the dimps kicks and all these dances and stuff but she was on the podcast and like she talked about all her drama and like she talked about like living with her mom on the couch and i don't know i got emotional listening to it she's awesome dude did you see o'malley
2: go viral on tiktok oh yeah with the the pitbull tattoo and then he got he met pitbull and got him to sign it damn like last week in texas see that yeah he met pitbull and showed him the tattoo i thought that
1: tattooed on him yeah he did I thought they filmed uh, like a Pitbull concert
2: I don't something. think so I think they were just there hanging out
3: no so what uh, uh, from because I, I dug I dug into this when I saw, once I saw it so what he did was I guess they I don't know if they were either going to the concert or he just I think no I think he just got his first tattoo it was a drunk tattoo and it was a it's like Vegas. a Pitbull with Pitbull's head on it oh okay and then he filmed the whole thing and I guess Pitbull saw it and so he I guess invited him to the concert and uh, what was it he, uh, Fort, worth, Fort, Fort Worth Fort Worth damn I gotta step it up my fans be getting tattoos of me and I don't invite
1: them to the and show and then
3: he met got, he let him shoot content there or it was Pitbull's manager I think that let him do all of it and then uh, Pitbull came back there he signed it he went immediately back to the tattoo artist got that tattooed on him and that went viral too like it like it's massive i think it had like eight or 12 million views on it yeah
2: uh o'malley's more viral than us now just from a, a pitbull tattoo
3: yeah <laughs> it's crazy yeah i'm not
1: getting any i did get verified on tiktok yeah, that's so awesome. more clapping hands <laughs> um today's guest i think that's all we got to talk about right yeah I that's all so. i got left to say about that um I uh, just want to say for a second before we get started here, thank y'all for listening, watching the DM Monday podcast. If you uh, you know want to subscribe or whatever, don't forget that we um, video it. It's on YouTube, so you can go watch it and uh, see Bonner sexy beard. And uh, you know, rate, subscribe, all that stuff. Do all that. It helps us out. And if you want to like, if you listen to it on like a uh, what is it, iTunes or. Uh- the, I really if you listen it. on Apple like go leave a review that, yeah, that'd would, be that good. would help that'd us help. that would help us go leave a review uh, what else McElwain can they do to help us out here uh, go to
3: treylewismusic.com buy some merch
1: buy some merch out. yeah helps us helps us keep this place alive all these lights and
3: add Matt
2: on Snapchat. are
1: fucking expensive what
2: add Matt McElwain on
1: Snapchat yeah add him on Snapchat it's uh, Matt McElwain right yep he's single oh And this is our episode with our guest Trey Bonner.
2: (laughs) I don't know how to add people back on Snapchat. Well, you just hit the plus button.
1: That's too much work. Um, I'll throw this out there. My uh, Snapchat is the same as um, my Instagram handle.
3: Hey, if you didn't know, now on Snapchat, um, (laughs) if we can get you one of those uh, yellow checks on there, yeah, you can now. you could be able to subscribe to Trey, and he could go through his day, and it is now a a different kind of platform as far as that goes. Snapchat is? Spicy Uh,
1: Snapchat. Cool, I have to tell.
3: You can uh, make money off of it now.
1: Oh, sweet. (laughs) Hit
2: him with a spicy Snapchat.
1: Yeah. My thing is, if you ain't sending ass, why are you on my Snapchat? That's
2: where I'm at. So I'm like, fuck, I only got a select amount of people on there.
1: Yeah. I'll send you my ass. Yeah, I mean, I think you might have. I think that's why I haven't deleted you yet. I went on a date last night. How was it? It was good, man. It was good. good. It was a second date. Where'd y'all go? um we went to outback oh nice the yeah, one by your really, house yeah that we, that the, pretty the other time we went to the goat have you ever been to the goat i have not that's good and you went to crumble cookie though right yeah i didn't get any cookies but she did damn it that's good that sounds good um yeah but today's guest is a good friend of mine we've been friends for uh probably since 2013 um he played on country boy crazy so can't wait to talk about that and um he's played on everything I've done. His, his name is Grady Saxman and he's a drummer and he owns a studio here in town. And you know, if you live in Nashville and you record music, then everybody pretty much knows who he is. So here's our interview with Grady Saxman.
0: There's nothing worse than having a lack of confidence. Because you ate a ghost pepper. Right. <laughs> exactly. I already don't have confidence. So. Exactly. You don't need any help. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> That's how the podcast starts right there. That's the clip. It's yeah. the same thing as when you eat Taco Bell. Before you try to hook up with somebody. Yeah. You're just rolling the dice, man. Yeah.
4: <laughs> you can't
0: even get into it because in the back of your head, you're yeah. like, what if that Taco Bell kicks in? I it could happen at pants. any
1: moment. Before you got here, I was telling the story of uh so the Kid Rock <laughs> Tour <laughs> the Kid Rock Tour ended this week. Speaking about shit in my pants, yeah. let's talk about the
0: Kid Rock tours. <laughs> yeah. So the Kid Rock
1: tour ended. And our last show was in Laughlin, Nevada. And afterwards me and Alex went over to uh In and Out to celebrate. Mm-hmm. And I'm like walking through the hotel and I'm just like, oh man, I feel a shit coming on. <laughs> get back to the hotel, I'm laying in the bed and i just like i farted and i shit right through my pants (laughs) right through the underwear onto the bed yeah you left a mark yeah i left a mark (laughs) it was bad then you went to another hotel room then yeah we had we had they gave us two hotel rooms me me and alex just stayed in the same hotel room and i was like we're moving until you shit the
0: bed yeah yeah
1: Yeah. i still had the mexican pizza
0: could you imagine working at a hotel you walk into a room and there's just shit on the bed it could be anything but you don't like in my mind i'm always like csi so i'm like someone died they shit when they died and the body is left yeah
1: but like also too i think like as soon as they walk into the room they're like oh hell no i know way we're cleaning this today fuck this i don't get paid enough for this shit dude i made
2: 749 and i cleaned shit at toys rs uh, really? three and a half years i
0: forgot you worked at toys R Us. i'm the reason they closed I remember walking into a, a hotel one time, and it was sketchy. It's down in, like, North Florida, like Pensacola. Yeah. Like the oh. shitty part. Yeah. Uh, we walk in, and there's, like, this, like, looks like fucking hemoglobin <laughs> on the side of the bed. The what g- the fuck is hemoglobin? <laughs> I need a beer. Fuck it. <laughs> I don't know. It just sounds cool. But I would imagine it's, like, when, when the blood's been there a while, it's all, like, yeah uh blood clotted up and stuff hemoglobin yeah okay cool my wife's a nurse i just yeah. i hear these words It's like buzzwords for me yeah yeah i don't know what they mean yeah so you see <laughs> okay, the hema- so hemoglobin. Yeah. there's just like some fucking hemoglobin on the side of the bed like That's down the word of the week <laughs> <laughs> down by the uh it's like touching the carpet and uh we go we go and get the uh guitar player and he's like dry heaving right <laughs> he's like Ooh, oh my god oh no because he's already sketched out he's like yeah. from new york he's like sketched out that we're like in this really shitty hotel in who are you on the road with this was adam this, or something no no this was like 2010 this would have been jared ashley okay from like way back in the yeah. day um but yeah the guitar player just started with us he's from new york or he came from la that's what it was yeah he hadn't toured like that before down and dirty yeah so we're like we're like Michael there's some fucking And he's like bleh, bleh, bleh. anyway bass player comes over he like puts his finger <laughs> in it yeah. he's like he's like nah dog that's jello <laughs> <laughs> That's funny.
1: For those of you don't know, this is Grady Saxman. What's are up, we, man? How are how you doing? Are again? we rolling? We're rolling. That oh, was shit. that was part of the podcast. That's just going to be in there. We're That's just going to roll with that. Yeah. Nice. This is Grady Saxman. Uh, he um, uh, is the owner and the manager and the drummer. Owner, owner-operator. Owner-operator. of Saxman Studios. Um, Human Resources. Yeah. I, I am HR. He you got a problem? All. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I originally first met Grady in 2012. I was cutting a record with Nolan Neal. And uh, I th- no, wait, you were giving the, so, Wes, the guy that like paid for my first EP, I was giving him drum lessons. Oh, uh, you were giving him drum lessons, and we were
0: like, he was let's like, get him to play on the record. He's like, I got a studio. And I was like, oh, cool, man. Yeah. And he did have a studio. He yeah. had a great nice. studio. Yeah, it was nice. But. Yeah, I had no no concept of, you know, how people talk. You I had just moved to town, right? I moved to town in 2010. Okay, so.
1: so you had been here for a minute. Two years. So you were given, like, lessons, and you had, yeah, that little, I, you had a little
0: space on Music Road, didn't you? Or no. Or something? Well, okay, let's go to the, the very beginning. Uh, when I met Wes, so when I moved to town, I moved to town kind of like a lot of people do like you have like this one thing that you think is going to like pull through for you like this cool thing yeah and uh, it always falls through yeah but it gets you here yeah right so um i had i had taught drum lessons and stuff back in texas and so that was something i was pretty comfortable with doing so i had an apartment in hermitage and there was a storage facility called the a plus storage and the owner was an old musician and so he was really cool and like he let me practice in there yeah and so he let me run power to my uh, my little shed too so i had a coffee maker yeah and then i was in there practicing and i was like i could just teach lessons here so i talked yeah. to him he's like yeah i don't give a shit. come on so i called it the drum shed and it was literally a storage shed and that's where i met wes I that's had a little awesome. website yeah a little, web a little website little yeah, so awesome. website i still get hit up i took that website down years ago it's like in the People dark web it, or yeah. something hook yeah Let's yeah, get the domain you have, like you had like a lip ring
1: or a nose ring or something back then when i met you didn't you no you I, did dude. no i
0: didn't Earring? The, did you have like a little hangy oh, earring no no hangies i have probably had studs I like the remember. fake gauges like you get them from hot topics i just remember
1: you walked in you're like calling stuff dope and like rad <laughs> and stuff i never heard anybody talk like that
0: really don't talk like that in birmingham no yeah no. i grew up for an hour from the coast so How I, guess I, thought I was were you 22. I would have been twenty two.
1: Yeah, wow. Mm-hmm. But he played on Country Boy Crazy. yeah, the best song of literally all time. Did y'all play that? Every day? <laughs> no. Unfortunately not. I, I was like, song. there's no way. <laughs> yeah.
2: There's no way. <laughs> no. Uh
1: we had um Baby Jake on here. He's a pop artist, you know who he is. hmm. And uh we were talking about Dick Down in Dallas, of course, and um He was like, man, I even went back and listened to the old record from 2013. That thing was mixed really good and like all this stuff. And Bonner's like, fuck yeah, Country Boy Crazy. (laughs)
0: So. I remember, that's the one I remember though. Yeah, it was Country Boy Crazy. You played on like three songs, I remember. Might have been, I don't know how big that record was, but there might have been four that I played on. But like, it was kind of pieced together. Like we did that initial track. It was, there was like an EP. What is the guitar player's name? He's,
1: Dennis. No, not Dennis. This guy, like his name was Ryan. I don't remember his last name. He ended up playing for Chris Young.
0: Yeah, I know Ryan. I can't remember his last is name. Is he still playing music? He's, He's probably
1: still with Chris Young. His dad was like a like a bad made guitars or something. I was like a badass player.
0: Yeah. Uh, shit. It's been a it's been a lifetime ago since yeah. I talked to Ryan. But I, last time I saw him was Tortuga Fest he was playing with Chris Young. Okay, so he's probably still at that gig. Nice. I mean, that was 2016, but Yeah. Anyway. So I digress. When
1: what, what did you um what road what was your first road gig? Was that guy with the yeah.
0: Jell-O? Yeah. <laughs> Jell-O gig. Yeah. Yeah, Jared Ashley was my first road gig. Um kind of my first and my last.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. really?
0: Yeah, I did it for a couple of years and he came off of a television show called Nashville Star. Oh, yeah. And so he was a contestant Chris Young one. Same year, yeah, yeah, same year. Chris came in first, and then I don't know if Jared was like third or something. But anyway, he had some notoriety from that show, and we what we did basically like you know remember back in two thousand and ten you could yeah. just go and play gigs yeah and make money yeah and they and people paid you yeah it was crazy yeah enough money that you could travel around in a bus and pull a trailer and have no hits on the radio yeah so he did really well in the college market so you
1: never really did the band thing you were just less than it
0: we had it was kind of like a uh it was a converted airport shuttle like 33 feet long yeah six bunks a bathroom kitchen lounge yeah did you play in uh bands and stuff in texas or what that's how i ended up in nashville is um i was i played in a couple bands when i was in high school the one that got me to nashville was it was kind of like an indie pop, oh, yeah. Coldplay kind yeah. of sounding band. And uh, there was a Christian band from Baytown, Texas called Leland. And basically half half of our team came from Leland and they were all from Nashville. Oh, wow. Um, and so they had started like a small imprint label mm-hmm. in Houston. And we would be coming up to Nashville all the time. So we would be doing writing sessions and... Photos, everything. We've yeah, we're like, at fuck it. Okay, let's move here. No. Oh. <laughs> uh, they, so anyway, there was, we were supposed to write, they, well, we had a, I don't know if you remember the band Amberlynn. They were like a yes, big, I don't. I did. It we used them a lot in college. Yeah, they, they were, they were big like in 2006 to like 2000. Were they from Michigan? I yeah. have no idea. But the singer, I think his name's Steven. he lived in Brentwood. He did not want to have a five way co write, which I totally understand. Yeah. Um Meanwhile, yeah, I don't like doing a four way, really. Meanwhile, I didn't even want to come up here, but my my band was like, "You got to be here for these rights, man. You got to be here." And yeah. I was like, "I got some like shit going on back home. Like yeah. I'd rather just stay here and do my thing."
1: So I they just made want me, to play the drums. Y'all write the songs.
0: <laughs> yeah, lead drums, baby. Um. <laughs> so. Lead <laughs> drum, baby. Yeah, and I'm really like a lead drum player yeah. for the most part, but I can play rhythm. I my like kid like on the front of the stage. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <dead> <laughs> at least center. catty corner, you yeah. know what I mean? Like a truck bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I didn't kind of, I already kind of didn't want to come and I couldn't be a part of this thing. So I was stuck at the hotel all day. Meanwhile, I was also in college and one of my professor's sons had a publishing deal here and I reached out to him and we just kind of got to talking and hanging out and he was like, man, I'm not looking for a drummer, but if you were to move here, I'd fire my drummer. And I was like, really? Yeah. I was like, you gigging? He's like, I got one gig a week at the Ten roof. I was like, I'm in. What's it pay? He's like 35 bucks and um, some free nachos. I was like, let's do it. Oh, it's awesome. (laughs) So I used to play like the curb night at a uh, tin roof on Wednesday on night. Broadway or? You know, no, on no, no, Yeah, at DeMondre. Oh, nice. Right across the street back when this was a parking lot. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, but Curb, would they would do takeovers every Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And one of the guys that I was, the guy that I moved up here to play for was a writer. Doug Johnson was still at yeah. Curb. He was the head of publishing. This has been like when Lee Bryce had just popped off. Yeah. So that was like the new thing. It was like Love Like Crazy it was huge. Yeah. Um, so I moved to town to play with him and we would play the the curb nights. I make my 35 bucks and get my nachos. And uh, Jared yeah. was co-writing with this guy, Nick. They were writing his new record and he had just signed a new record deal and he needed a drummer. His drummer had quit. And so I was here for like two weeks and then I picked up that gig and then I was in his shuttle bus for the next couple of years just playing all these frat parties. And you know- Just doing it, yeah. Every single bar. In the southeast. Yeah. Essentially. Like every. Oh, just about everyone. That's wild. Yeah. Well, we went all the way. Everything in Georgia. Most of the crap in Alabama. A lot of the stuff in Florida. So, all the venues I've played, you've probably played them all. Unless they're new. Yeah, unless they're new. But I would have played them with Jared. That's wild. And back then, he, uh, we, I mean, we didn't have anything at that time on the radio. And, and like, legitimately, we would go and play our 345-minute sets. Yeah. And everybody would get paid, come home, and it was like Thursday through Saturday every week. That's crazy. And that was my first gig.
1: By the way, I failed to mention to tell the listeners you are one of the producers of Dig Down in Dallas. Everybody knows Alex Maxwell was, but Credit was too. So how did you get into uh, record, like doing sessions, session work
0: and stuff? So I moved up here to do sessions. Yeah. And I moved up here. You were already of, good enough. That's mind-blowing, you I, know? Well, back in Texas, I used to put to to I used to join bands just to make the record. Oh, really? And then I quit. Yeah, because <laughs> you really enjoyed it? Uh, yeah, because yeah. I just love the recording process. And so that Coldplay band, I mean, I really had no intention of staying in that band. Mm-hmm. Um, and right about that same time, the, you know, <coughs> contracts were getting thrown around and they wanted to lock members down. And so yeah. that's why when I was up here on that writing trip, I was like, I could go back and sign this contract and be in this band for a couple years or yep. I could just use this one opportunity in town leverage it see what happens yeah you know so that's what I did um but yeah I mean growing up all I ever did was like put together bands make a record quit start a new band
1: that's awesome
0: <laughs> <laughs> So they hated I hated
1: you because you're really good well so, that's all I like, ever really wanted to yeah. do
0: you know um so I moved up to town the whole reason I moved kind of partially the the, the biggest reason was one of my teachers in college was starting a studio. And back then there was still like demo mills and stuff like that where yeah. they just had house bands, Yeah, you know? So I was gonna move up and be the the drummer in this house studio band, yeah. essentially, with a bunch of the professors I went to school with. That fell through, right? So that yeah. was kind of what got me here. Um, that fell through, and but then I got the gig with Nick and then I just kind of, me and Nick both jumped and toured with Jared for a couple of years. Yeah, And so we did, you know, I don't know how many shows, a lot, a lot of them. Yeah. A lot of opening stuff. And I, that was kind of when I really realized, like, I don't like touring.
1: Yeah. When did you, Uh, I guess, where were you doing sessions before you started your home studio? Like the one you're in <clears> there.
0: <throat> so Nolan where, yeah. was one of the first guys through Wes that yeah. was hiring me on a bunch of stuff. So I'd go to his place on 16th. Um, there used to be several studios down on the road that aren't there anymore that I yeah. would hop around at. Um, and then there was And also, then you start meeting like Smith and all those guys or like – I think in the beginning – I didn't meet Smith for a while, but uh, I think in the beginning it was more guys like Nolan that yeah. were kind of like more – producer track guy situations that really just needed drums yeah it wasn't all because it's as you know it's like tracking full band is a whole different different beast right and for people that are listening it's just it it sounds really easy but i mean when you're with six other guys and you're on the clock and everybody's trying to get their punches there's an etiquette involved in the way that you even you know ask for punches or suggest um changes in the chart or anything like that no one just comes to town and gets sucked right into that you know so the you kind of start with like guys like nolan or josh bright like i met josh bright kind of early on too um who are where would where would y'all like
1: when josh bright came up and did sessions back then where would y'all do them at not to jump around a whole lot but yeah um we like jumping around okay no order here hell yeah well
0: let's fast forward a couple years
1: so josh bright for those of you who Don't know He produced A uh, whole, whole lot of nothing He produced Breathless He produced uh, Which was a demo So he probably hates me For putting that out
0: He's the Dan um, Huff
1: Of Alabama dude He is the Dan Huff Of Alabama he's, I mean he if does If you live
0: in Alabama And you want to And even if you Alabama. live In
1: Nashville And you're from Alabama It's only like hey, baby it. It's
0: only like What two hours from here Something yeah, like that Yeah
1: I mean right. he uses uh, I mean he does uh, Justin Holt stuff Which I mean Paxton, Paxton P. P Paxton P He does Clay stuff right. he He's does, done a He's done a lot he of stuff He does Blaine Rudd stuff I mean he does i mean i still send people to him all the time that call me and you know
0: i have a track in my inbox right now
1: from for for him
0: yeah yeah he's great he's one of the most talented dudes for sure honestly um but yeah so back in 2012 2013 i had a studio on the row oh yeah and so that was kind of when i started working with josh and it was also about the same time i met saul Mm -hmm. and so josh had been using saul on a bunch of recordings and then saul started kind of giving josh my information for drums and so i just overdub send it we've been doing that for shit yeah eight years yeah so i was i went fishing with will
1: hutchins piano player i know will yeah you know him well but he told me that the one i guess he said the way that he met all y'all is he had this like roommate that was like recording music it was like going to be his last like recording ever and he uh his roommate was like yeah man I really want you to like play on my record and then he walked into the session and it was a session with you Saul and like a bunch of other people and then from that day on like he's been <laughs> doing sessions with y'all
0: I wish I could remember who that guy was, yeah, was that's like, kind of the, the the shitty thing is is like that's not the first time that I've walked into the studio and for someone's farewell record yeah <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, it's, it's funny
1: that I was like, but it's like, you don't I tell just people figured, that, like, when he asked him <laughs> how, like, how y'all met and all that stuff, like, you know, that y'all would, you know, like, uh, it would be some big, elaborate stories. like, no, man, I just like walked in, you know, to this thing to do it, and you know, and then y'all end up doing all the Luke stuff. Did y'all, y'all did the Luke, Luke, Combs stuff together?
0: So that first record was kind of pieced together. Yeah. Right. So there was, maybe three different producers on that yeah what's funny is a lot of the a lot of the guys that played on it are like you know me will and Saul like all buddies and stuff but like none of i didn't play on any of the tracks with will yeah um i played on one of the tracks with saul um but not at the same time yeah right so it was another overdub situation oh yeah one number away Mm -hmm. yeah and that was one that that was a single before it was on the record right no that was okay. the third single okay yeah okay so they wanted um they wanted to release it first and they did hurricane which was smart um and then they wanted to release it second and they pivoted and did when it rains it pours so yep. it became the third single cool so when you get a call like
1: that i mean and at that time i mean i mean you'd done some cool stuff at that up up until that point right yeah before that yeah but like when you get that call you're like cool this is awesome we're gonna do this no 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 it was no different. freaking out or no it it was no no different
0: than any other day um what's funny is i tracked that song on a monday yeah that saturday before i was subbing for keith anderson picking wildflowers right and luke was opening up for us oh wow yeah and it's some shitty festival yeah like dude they didn't even have catering they had like oh no (laughs) they had some craft singles and tomatoes it was a tomato festival that's the only reason i go Dude it is awful. Yep, no air the conditioning. Show, just there for the food. Yeah, you, you could tell they were learning a lot in <laughs> this first festival. <laughs> That's good. Um, so anyway, it was it was it was a bonding experience. Like, hey, I'm, I played on your record, am. I well, I so I, I yeah. Luke used to hang out, you know, kind of in like a similar circle as me. So like I met him a couple times just eating at Chewy's yeah. with my buddies, mm. you know. Yeah. And then uh, all my friends went on to go play with him. Yeah. Right. Because like kurt and um rob and yeah. those guys like we used to back up artists in town together oh, yeah, all the time kind of as a little unit there was one girl in particular that like we were just kind of her band for in-town showcases and stuff was so, that tay barton no, i never heard of her she's still here still here yeah that's awesome man. um but yeah so like all those guys are my buddies delaney um he used to play bass he just left recently but like those three guys are, i met delaney he's with brantley gilbert now mm-hmm. he's a good dude he's he's doing well but so it was just it was cool it was just like yeah hey here's luke yeah you're, you know i've seen you at Chewies a couple times like these are all my buddies and then um i get a call over the weekend from my buddy sammy never tells me who i'm working for he's like hey i need to do a drum overdub on monday can you fit me and i was like yeah sure come on over and it was luke and lynn you didn't know what it was for though i had no idea yeah. and i just met luke well i just watched him play for the first time and again it was like a shitty festival there might have been like 60 yeah. people there yeah so it, nothing seemed like it was i gotta make this great because yeah. this is my moment it yeah. was i was in a i used to be like in that studio on music row it got torn down so i was yeah. like in a studio environment between that one and where i'm at now yeah that was a little at the time um a little crazy it was a little you frat f- house i feel like
1: do you feel like this but i feel like you learn not to get excited about any i don't mean like not get excited about things you're about to do but like i don't well, <laughs> I just mean like um every day's a job. You know what I mean? You have to get up and do your best. And, you know, you never know if it's going to, you know, be a big deal or you know if it's gonna is it mean you got a platinum plaque hanging on your wall in the studio you know for that record but it's like you don't know if it's going to be like a a huge deal or it's just going to be another record you played on but you show up and you do just as good as job If it you know what i mean you do the same job that you would do that's basically what i'm saying
0: right like, get your you, heart
1: broken enough in this town you know
0: yeah i i think more or less really what it is is like you don't let outside circumstances justify the way you approach your job yeah right yeah um and again at the time like Luke wasn't even signed yeah so it was just him and Lynn just him yeah. and Lynn just the same thing I was doing every single day just working yeah. for independent artists right that was in 2016 that song didn't even go to number one until 2018. oh wow I didn't know that yeah so we did that I just remember when it came out and I was like damn Grady played on this dude right and I was like he plays on my shit also you know not to fluff you up but I mean (laughs) look at Dick down in Dallas you know what I mean it's like no one no one went to the studio that day and said, This is gonna be a fucking hit. Yeah. No one. No. We're like, this yeah. is gonna be funny and it's gonna make a splash, and then like you'll get some TikTok followers yeah. or something. And we then, had
1: a good time doing it. it was we just had a great time. Me, you, Saul, and Maxwell. I mean, you played drums. Good time. Saul played bass.
0: We were tracking your, electric. We were tracking your vocal by the time Saul was tracking bass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we did that. That that's the funniest thing too, is like people are like, Man, you did dick down in Dallas. Like, what's that like? I was like, fastest song I've ever done yeah we did it in like (laughs) two hours I mean I think
1: I think even the mix that we put out we y'all are wanting to remix it one more time and I was like no I'm sending it dude
0: Yeah, I mean, to be because I mean, when you listen to it, it's like the vocal could come up a little bit, you know, to be completely transparent. That was like a 30 minute mix, yeah, you know, exactly. Jonathan, Jonathan (laughs) mixed it in my room like after driving all the way from Georgia to do like a butt ton of other mix revisions, and so it was like it was a quick, it was a quick, down and dirty mix, you know, and but again, it was like that whole situation was like. Grady, you got any studio time like the next couple of days? I need to do something fast. And he's yeah. like,
1: no, that's not how it went down. This is how it went down. <laughs> so we played the round the Burrill's <coughs> thing and I play it and the, you know, the video goes kind of mm-hmm. semi-viral on the internet. Um, Nikki T put it on uh, Raised Rowdy's and Facebook group. It and it got then, on Old Row? And no, Bonner got it on Caller Daddy's Facebook group. Ah. And then, uh, and then, mckinney got it put on old row and then i was dating this girl at the time and i just i would called ryan nelson because he was like there <laughs> and I, I was like how do we go about this do we go like you know because maxwell's like we record full version but he did this demo yeah. like originally that was just like not it so i was like i don't know if, uh, if that's the way to go i was like do we do like cory smith you know like just straight acoustic like you know college bar song or do we just go like full on out and then i got off the phone with him and then you texted me and the text said dick down in dallas because i guess you saw the video oh yeah because <laughs> people
0: in town were talking about it yeah and i was like oh cool we're going to grady's <laughs> you know at that point it was like how quick can we do it yeah you know yeah yeah i do remember seeing that and i was like that shit's funny man yeah i love that yeah but well, that was pretty cool of all of all the songs though you know you pour your heart and soul into all these songs you really believe in and you just never know you just just never never know yeah and to be honest with you too like some of the songs that i've been a part of that i've done really well it's like are my least favorite songs yeah so in that sense i kind of remove my opinion from a lot of stuff and just become a vessel for just try to play with the best Yeah. yeah just you know it's all about the song and whether i'm working for myself if i'm producing it therefore i'm working for the artist um or I'm working for a producer. It's like, you just got to put your ego to the side and and do your job. So, yeah, yeah. I have
1: a few songs now that you didn't play on. um, But when, every time you do play on a song, Matt, you know, he's my drummer. So, every time he's like, Grady did play on this, because this feel going in the second bar is kind of hard. It's going to take me a minute to get it. <laughs>
2: when you uh, when you Google Trey Lewis drummer, you know who pops up, don't you?
1: No. It's you. It says really?
2: Grady yeah. Saxman. Hell, yeah. Fuck you, Matt McElwain. <laughs> so, every now and then,
1: I'll Google my name just to kind of see what's, you know, what people are searching for. That's hilarious. And uh, we should do, like, the ACMs together then. Yeah. <laughs> so, like <laughs> – so don't put me on TV I'll let y'all go i I'll and let you do it <laughs> <laughs> so uh, McElwain um, he, he you know he kinda, he's like I play drum for Trey Lewis a lot and hits on girls you know it works it's kind of this big like it's, not, it's to... really a joke he doesn't really do that but we just give him a hard time about it say girl you ever
0: been in the novel but
1: I think he does do it because when I like search my name every now and then it'll be like the third question um, it'll say <laughs> who is Trey Lewis's drummer <laughs> So, Dude, those
0: are all your those are all your ladies trying to find you
1: <laughs> <yeah>. well, <laughs> no, I, 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 I just see it like he's at a bar he's like <laughs> Yo, you know that song dip down the house yeah I play drum free God sings it <laughs> and like, they, like they're like whatever and then like he walks away and they're over there like googling it who
0: is yeah. Trey Lewis's drummer <laughs> yeah and, it do sh- you sl- and do it's you- great that it shows up Grady Saxman Matt when you drink do you slur a lot uh, they 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 say I know uh,
1: <laughs> no he just gets like I know I can book us right now for ten grand.
2: Like, I know how to do this. Like, yeah, with his Trey Lewis Dicked Danadella Dallas shirt on. <laughs> See, on. I,
3: I got to where I quit wearing any of our merch out because it, it it does attract. It, I ain't gonna say who it was, but we were at Red Door. I think it's like three weeks ago. But I was walking around. I was made it a point. I made it a point not to mention it. I get introduced as Trey's drummer now. this is Matt McWayne. he plays for Trey Lewis I mean like, you,
0: I don't do it, and so then the, you walk off and then the Google searches
3: start, <laughs> yeah, start firing, yeah. yeah, yeah, and then then they realize it's Grady Saxman, <laughs> apparently,
0: I've been on the road with yeah. you for the last exactly. couple of
3: years, exactly, so
0: your studio, let's talk about that, okay, let's talk about the evolution of it, all right, well, um. When I when I played drums on the Luke thing, yeah. I was in a studio spot on Lips, Lipscomb University. Yeah, and uh, there was a band. It was a it's a really old two story house built in the twenties. It's a killer studio now, really yeah. killer. It's called Farmland. Yeah. Um, but when I was oh, yeah. there, Gabe Lee does his stuff there, right? Yeah. So David Dorn runs Nate it. Smith, and Caleb, not yeah. Nate
1: Smith, Nate Frederick. Yes, did his record. I'm pretty there. sure Nate Smith. Ben Chapman.
0: I, I would not be yeah, surprised. Yeah, bunch it's, of those people. Yeah. Right. All the Americana kind of yeah. vibe. So Anderson East is another Americana artist. Oh, yeah. And he he lived upstairs. He's from Alabama. Mm-hmm. And yeah. his whole band lived upstairs. Oh, really? Yeah. That's awesome. Now, the good thing was they toured heavily. They yeah. were on the road a bunch. Yeah. So most days they weren't there, but when they were there, it was like a, a frat house. Just like, dun, dun, dun. Yeah. One time I was cutting a vocal. There was a dude microwaving wontons in his boxers. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and so like coming from my other studio, which was built by Warner Brothers in the 80s, it was yeah. soundproof and isolated and nice. And then I'm kind of in like a, you know, we used to call it Fratland, you know what I mean, back yeah. in the day. Just and it, like I say, like this is no shade because I I love working there and yeah. they've done a great job. It's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing now. But that was in the beginning stages of them kind of doing yeah. that thing. But um anyway. I say all that just to kind of put like a context on like why I wanted to build my own studio mm-hmm. is because I kind of had that experience being on the row and like, I liked having that feeling of like going to work yeah. and it feeling separate. And so when I was down at uh, farmland for a little bit, it kind of felt like I was traveling from one house to another house mm-hmm. just to do what I could be doing if I owned my own house. Yeah. Um, and so when me and my wife bought a house in 2016, there was a bonus room above the garage and i was like this is it i'm going to just build a drum room i'll be able to you know produce records and stuff i don't need much so i started with this bonus room and this is yeah, 2016 there. I, cut, I mean i cut in that room mm-hmm. when we were all piled into that one before you did the ceiling yeah eight yeah. foot ceilings um but i started in that one room and i spent about six weeks building that room out my dad came down and helped me we did like Real oak Didn't Aerith Old help you like put up the wood stuff? Yeah, yeah he helped me with my angles, dude. I'm terrible yeah. at that shit. I talked to him uh, yesterday. I feel like couldn't I do diagonal forty fives to save my life. Man. Yeah, so yeah, he taught me a lot. I had a bunch of help like that, you know, when I was getting started, a lot of people came over and just kind of helped me put stuff together and build stuff. And it took about six weeks and I had done the floors, I had done the back wall, I had done all the insulation, everything was ready to go. And so I just, I moved over there and- What did your wife think? Was she like, this is crazy or was she like, this is cool? That was the reason we bought that house. Yeah. So it was kind of understood from the beginning that like, daddy's going to work from home. Yeah. You know? Um and This is before you were a dad. So this is, this is just yeah, yeah. This is just when I was a, a daddy yeah. and not a dad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, I had a. Uh, I just drilled a couple holes and ran some guitar lines to the garage and Put blared, some amps down blared there, yeah. amps downstairs, and we were all piled in upstairs and had people running all across the house, like doing vocals and acoustic guitars, just across the house because that's like the only isolation I can get at the time. Yeah. And uh, that was the summer of 2016. And basically what happened was like every off seasons, like every December, I would do a construction project on the studio. So yeah. it started with that room. Then it went downstairs and I built out some booths downstairs and I went back upstairs and vaulted the ceilings to where they're like 13 feet tall. Mm-hmm. Then I went back downstairs and tore out all the shit I had done two years ago and redid it all. Um, and I did that like basically every December for four or five years until you know, we had a, we had a, was it this last December or the December before we, so we moved when you were there, we hadn't done the expansion. Yeah. But everything was done. Yeah. Like the tracking spaces were, they're exactly the same as when you recorded Dick down, but it kind of got to a point with like, with my studio business growing and like more and more people coming over consistently and then having a child have people walk in my front door my wife's like nursing our baby and yeah. stuff and it yeah. just kind of got a little crazy yeah um it just kind of made sense so we started looking for another house yeah and we built a house really close to where we're at now and so we lived there and once we moved out of the studio i just converted the whole thing it's badass y'all it's and, fucking sick so it the it, control it, room is in <laughs> the living room it's, it's a home, you yeah. know? But yeah, I mean, for a little context for people out there, it's like there's essentially four studios in, under one roof because yeah. the stuff that I do, I stay pretty diversified when it comes to like, I play, I produce, I band lead for other producers, facilitate whatever. I have a vocal room that people can use and rent out for me, from me. Um, and so I have essentially just kind of, taking everybody, like my team, like my, the guy that I used to mix and the guy that I used to master, the guy that I used to help me with vocals, um, just kind of built them all a little spot to live. Yeah. In the studio. It's all so, in the house, baby. Yeah. So in theory, someone could come in and from start to finish, their their files would never leave the studio. Yeah, Never even get on the internet. Get yeah. Wii transferred or Dropbox to anybody. It's just all right there from yeah, start awesome. to finish.
1: That's badass.
0: But um, yeah, I tell people the studio is just a cancer that metastasized to the whole <laughs> house. <laughs> Started off as a little guy, and yeah. then just, just did you ever? Did
1: those like plans come to you as time went on, or what? It's just like kind of almost out of necessity, huh?
0: Right. Yeah, you kind of just let the work decide. You know. Yeah. You know it, what that just determines everything you know if <clears throat> for just in in my situation the stuff that i was doing at the house just kept growing and kept growing and kept growing and we needed more space and i was bringing on more people you know back in the day it was just me and i would just play drums and do everything i'd mix everything cut all the vocals do all the editing yeah track everybody i was the engineer i was the studio owner and then as we got busier it's like i got an intern yeah. and once i got an intern it's like i got a, a mixed guy and then yeah. I, Then I got a vocal guy. Then I got a master guy. I have
1: people hit me up all the time, like on Instagram. They're like, hey, man, I just want to let you know I recorded Grady's too, and uh, we should get together and write sometime, you know, or like. I record my music at Grady's, too. We're, you know, I'm cool. I'm just is that me asking that? You know
0: what? Is <laughs> that me
2: asking that? I mean, yeah, that was the Matt McElwain impression. It is. I can confirm. I saw the DM.
0: I saw it. I, I, will, t- I will say, like, I think, you know, as, as artists progress, you know, I, I try to explain to people that your circle tightens you know what i mean and it's a little unrealistic to think you know like something like like that one degree of separation being through me you know what i mean isn't isn't necessarily a realistic thing like trying to get to someone like you but on the on the flip side what i will say is that um at my spot since it is there's four people there every day yeah and which means there's normally like one or two artists every day. Yeah. It does have like a nice community feel. Oh,
1: dude, for sure. I met a guy the other night at the Rusty Nail. He's been uh, recording some like rock country with you. He's from like East Tennessee. I can't remember his name. Brian Sneed. That's it yeah it's good yeah it sounded really good He it hits fucking He did the thing where he like played it it for me in the bar (laughs) out of his phone but like
0: i was like i listened to it i was like wow this dude's really good it hits hard man yeah he was he was kind of a surprise i was like yeah let's see what happens he came in and was just like man this is really easy and kind of effortless and he just sings and it's done yeah dude it's
1: a badass setup over there like you know you have you know a couple successful Projects, or just you know, you put out good quality work out there. People, I mean, I'm sure your phone's ringing off the hook all the time. We stay busy. Yeah. I mean, you got to get a separate phone.
0: You don't really turn people down, do you? No. Uh, I mean, I try not to exploit anybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I've had specific situations where I'll tell people, like, I don't think this is the right song. Yeah. You know what happens? They get amnesia, and a month later, they send me the same fucking song. Let's like, hey man, I want to record this song, man. And I'm like, let's do it. Yeah, you, you know, I can it. only, yeah. Yeah, I can only do what I can do. Yeah, you know, I can say no for some, so totally. Yeah. I mean, so the and then I, you do the demo session days; those are fun. Yeah, do demos. I mean, there's, there's, Sony's been keeping me real yeah. busy. Adam Sanders is, I feel like, over there every. That's week. your boy, Anthony. Yeah, Adam. I love Adam, man. I used yeah. to, I did tour with him for a yeah. little bit. You yeah. know. Um. And then there's like McKinney and Jordan Walker yeah. and you and yeah. Maxwell. Um, Maxwell. I mean, yeah. Those seem like they're you know everything's kind of under Sony for publishing demos right now. Yeah. As soon as Dick Down and Dallas uh, happened, they they uh they all got sucked
1: up. Yeah. They all ate us. So how
2: yeah. many how many songs are you doing like a year? I would imagine an insane amount.
0: Well. Um. Yeah. I mean, again, like I said, it's like I'm I'm kind of diversified and like the the types of work that i do but as a producer this year i've done upwards of 150 singles damn
2: that,
0: that's you know? a lot that's awesome um and a, again it takes a team it's not like mm-hmm. you yeah. know i couldn't do that if it was just me in my one room you know what i mean like the engineer yeah like, if if things hadn't expanded the way that they do you, had
1: do you ever run into somebody and they'll be like yeah, man, you played on my stuff, and you're like, I don't even remember that song. But you go listen to that song, and then you like remember that day of cutting that. Song. Yeah, all the time. Yeah, every time.
0: Yeah, because I don't ever remember the song title. It's like, but I can re- generally like I will remember like one the, of my favorite the first thirty seconds. Yeah, of a one song. of my
1: favorite songs you ever played on was uh, "Working on Me, Waiting on You"
2: by mm-hmm.
0: Belinda. Banger, absolute banger. So yeah. again, it's like, don't. But that could be like, an like with the title, nothing. Yeah. You know, I know Blaine and I remember we did this like
3: double. What do you what do you call it, Mac Drum talk. I don't know what you're talking about. Used to. let It's pink. basically a, I think it's a. It's either eighth or a sixteenth note double. Dun dun. Dun dun. dun, dun.
1: dun. On the second dun, verse,
3: it's cool. Dun dun.
1: It's the Grady Saxon on the special. It it's that peach color. If I heard, right? it's like a. It's like a ballad, but like in the second verse, you do that, and it's like changes Yeah, the you do it. You song. do it in
3: several Trey songs. Yeah. I have to do it. it's on. Did you did give you country Boy a country stop? Call? Yeah. No, 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 no. I just know. I I know when you play. Celebrity songs, Smack like said, "I can
1: tell." It's like when I listen to a song, I can tell like who wrote it. You know what I mean? Because right. like I have like
0: everybody has their little signature flair. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Let's talk about Saul, dude. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like I mean, that guy's you, Within three notes, you know it's him. Yeah, you know, and it's not that he's just playing the same three notes all the time. It's just he's got a style yeah, to he's him. He's got a swagger that you're like. That has to be Saul because no one yeah. else plays like that. Not not saying that like, man, no one plays like great. I'm just saying like I just regurgitate like the same thing. Yeah, I mean
1: I cut cut a song the other day um with Ben. He's doing some demo stuff for me. And um Ben Miller, my guitar player. And, He's great. Um but I was like listening to the song and I was like, the only thing that can make the song better is if Smith Curry got on here and did his weird shit that he does. <laughs> Something
0: know? off the wall. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But it's just like you know i don't know from recording music for so long it's like you know you know what sounds you want and you know where you can get them from you know
0: i yeah it's a lot like you know as a painter you know when you're presented as a brand new painter with all the paint brushes that you could ever want, you have no idea what to pick, but the more you do it, you know, you're like, this brush is good for this. This brush is good for this. This color will mix good with this. It's a lot like recording. The the longer you do it, you know, this person mixes well with this person. This artist would go good with this mix engineer, yada, yada. You know what I mean? But it just, it's all. I I like when I come over to record with you, I always tell
1: you who I want. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. And we see if we can get them or not. Yeah. Uh, What's the, what's the new, the better saw? What's Nathan? his Nathan? Nathan. Yeah, Nathan. New New Saul. New Saul. New yeah. Nathan. Yeah, because Saul gets busy.
0: Man, Saul's killing it. <clears throat> he's, he's a busy boy. And know? his girlfriend, Maggie, she's, she's crushing talented. it. Talented. Yeah, yeah. She's
1: crushing it. So um what do you um what are your plans for Saxon Studios? Just keep going? You want people to call you or <clears throat> do better I better call Grady? Give
2: us social want, security number. Oh,
0: um no, I, I you can yeah, find me on good. Instagram. Find, yeah, need, find him, hit him up on Instagram. Yeah, I don't have a website. <clears throat> you know, like all of my shit's word of mouth. Yeah, word of mouth. Yeah. yeah I kind of like it that way too. Yeah. Um, that, you know, cause generally speaking, like if I work for you and you refer somebody to me, I know that I can, you know, they're going to be good. Yeah. You know? and
1: if you, well, if you don't like it, you can just put it on me. You can just call me and be like, all right, not take any more calls. From it's a
0: plans. lot different than just putting up a Google page and letting the world find you yeah. and getting people from God knows yeah. where sending me yeah. their songs that they need me to finish, yeah. you know,
1: writing. Yeah. But you, do you say you want to move more into the producer roles? And, I mean, which you're already kind of there, but like you like <coughs> producing more than you just like playing on a record.
0: I think for me mentally i have to have both yeah because i carry around so much responsibility in the producer's chair yeah that it makes playing on sessions that much more rewarding yeah to be able to just serve the song and serve the producer and the artist and go home yeah and wipe my hands with it Yeah, so i i like having a balance of it i don't know i mean so this this last year 2022 was like the first year that me, Jonathan, Frank, Andrew have all been in-house working under one roof and it's been awesome. So yeah. as things grow and become more seamless, it's kind of like, what more can I offer besides mm-hmm. just a good recording at a good price? Yeah, You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's kind of where my yeah. my head goes is like, what's the next step to, yeah, to that? What more can I offer to an independent artist? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, Hasn't done this before, hasn't done it a lot, or doesn't have the resources or the capabilities to, to make that kind of stuff happen, do, yeah. you know, do the full rollout, you know?
1: Yeah. Do you ever miss uh, playing li- like live shows, just the energy from it? No.
0: Not really. Know. Not a whole lot. <clears throat> That's like... It's fun every now and then. Yeah.
2: Better food at
0: home. I did, you know, I went out and played with Hayden Kaufman the other day. Did you at the over here? With, with Chase? With Chase? Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. How uh-huh. was that? it was awesome you know why why's that slept in your own bed well yeah there's that but like you know Hayden's my boy I was like yeah he's like what do you want like what can I pay you for the gig I was like nothing wow don't pay me anything
1: you're fired McLean I'm I was kidding. like
0: just pay my cartage guy pay my cartage guy so yeah. I don't have to set up or tear down or do any of the unfun yeah. stuff I'll just show up and play drums yeah and that was fun yeah that was super fun 30 minute set easy crushed it you've already played on all the songs yeah, which you know, again, I have to go yeah. back and learn. But yeah, but. you know, like that that when it when it comes down to did just y'all play Give a Country that, Boy a Call? Oh yeah, Nice. Went Hell over good. yeah, that's great. That song's great, man. I'm I'm so glad you. I agree too. It didn't it. really pop
1: off on TikTok, but like, who cares? That's a banger. Probably because I was shirtless in the music man, video.
0: <clears throat> I hear a lot of music all day long, and I remember when Jacob showed me that track because I played on it. Yeah. Um, and I, I remember it being like, I think this is a, a Trey Lewis pitch. And I was like, dude, he needs this. This yeah, is great. That's great. You know? We love playing. It and long, it worked so. out great that Hayden was a part of it, too. Yeah. Me and Hayden gave some
1: like, well, you know, the, the track is like, it's a little fresh. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Compared to the, some of the other stuff we did. Yeah and i was like i had the song recorded for like a
0: year i was like well i'm gonna do with this but i was like i could just throw hayden on here and it made then, it makes a lot of sense as like know, a pivot for yeah. for you it doesn't necessarily say like i'm changing my lane yeah,
1: yeah. so like, doing
0: yeah. the the co-artist thing is like it's perfect yeah we have like a bunch we have
1: three shows coming up together we're doing uh we're doing third and lensley bristol RIP. bristol and um Caught Nigel. Caught Nigel. Knoxville. Knoxville. That'll be insane in Knoxville. So we're just going to, you know, come out and sing it every night together. Hey, feel free to come to
3: Third Lindsley Show. I'll throw you up on some songs. Yeah. It'll be great. I remember when you
1: played with Riley Green. I was jealous.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. I did do that. Did Ben call you for that or what? I think Ben did call me for that. Yeah. Yeah. And Quinn broke his arm. Is that what it was? Yeah, Quinn broke his arm. Yeah, he broke his wrist. Punching Ben. (laughs) Punching, <laughs> yeah. Hey, Ben's a big guy, man. I yeah. wouldn't want to punch him, but yeah, I, yeah, I did that for a little bit. I've done a lot of sub stuff. Yeah, you know where it's like it's more fun. You just get a taste, and you're like, no, I'd rather just start bands what? and quit them. Yeah. <laughs> it's more. It's more, that's the funniest shit on that's been said all day. <laughs> it's more fun to just to go. It's it's more fun to just go in as the new guy, <clears throat> knowing that like no one's gonna like you off the rip, and it's like your job to become friends with everybody and put on a good show. Yeah, like the other guy never left yeah that's fun it's challenging where, yeah. where i get bored is playing the same songs and the travel and being away from home yeah and, so yeah. going in and doing a fill-in thing i love I, just like a nice little challenge yeah you know what's yeah. the best catering that you've had on the road rascal flat store oh hell yeah what was it everything just oh, so yes, everything. Uh, Every everything it was literally everything that's literally all i it, it about who were you touring with then i was Playing with a band called Sweetwater Rain, who was oh, yeah. signed to Curb, yeah, at the time and During managed the curb, by Curb Nuts. Yeah, they were signed to Curb, managed by Herb Graham. Okay, cool. And shit, that would have been probably 2013. Nice. So but it was of- it was them and uh, the band Perry. Oh yeah, nice. And that catering by- before, before they started making pop music. Yeah, when they were still doing their country stuff, but that was by far the best, the best catering ever.
1: Um, what kind of music do you like listen to? Like, what kind of music do you actually like? You just not listen to music? No,
0: no, I'm not that guy. Like, I'm not like a man. I fucking listen to music so often that I just listen to talk radio and sports. No, not not that. I listen to so. (sighs) Um, shout out to my wife. She has a great taste in music. And she listens to a lot of cool like indie rock stuff. I'm and, interested. <laughs> yeah, I just a lot of times like when I'm in the car, I'm normal. Either I'm I'm working or I'm with my family. So when I'm with her, it's normally like she's always spinning stuff that's new. You know, like, yeah. um, like she was into Corey Kent like way before yes. he blew up. Yeah. You know, um, he, she was into Tyler Childers. I think she was like number three in the nation like most streamed Tyler Childers. Oh wow, fan. Yeah, wow. Um, And all, you know, she gets in, she gets into all this stuff, like kind of before it hits. And so a lot of the cool stuff that I like, I kind of learn from her. Um, And then when I'm not, you know, with her, like with my family, if I'm just listening to stuff, I try to go through and do like what i call critical listening yeah listening to stuff that's coming out on playlists like on new boots and you know it's kind of my job to stay relevant and know what's out there so i listen to a lot of country music and i do enjoy it i do enjoy country music and if i'm not listening to that it's like pantera
1: yeah (laughs) I love Pantera.
0: you know, or like throwback '90s. Rock. Yeah, some,
1: are you a Nickelback hater? Because I no, think they're dude, badass. no,
0: not at all. Like, um, I mean, who cares about the new stuff? We just want to hear the hits. Rockstar, you That's can just, you can play, play like for all the wrong reasons record start yeah. to back, and I that, I would I'm go to sure. show. Like, uh, uh,
3: what was it? Burn it to the ground. A record I like that one too.
0: I I checked out when they put out something in your mouth yeah that, yeah, that, that was, was when i checked rough. out it was like it's like porn star dancing came out yeah. whoever did that song i don't remember um and then it's it felt like everybody was just trying to be vulgar yeah and i was like in nickelback for whatever reason like something in your mouth i was like <laughs> that what's that other
3: one they did? i was like i don't know i think i'm out what's that one they uh, the other one they did because they made a music video i think it was
0: uh called this afternoon or something like um i have to look it up but hey funny if you ever want to hear you remember like uh the song rock star yeah they did a a, what's it called a a sailor a sea shanty it's like as if pirates were singing it (laughs) oh that's funny and they (laughs) well if you want to go down and be a big rock star living 15 cars (laughs) that's funny (laughs) yeah that's great it's awful but so, it's yeah it's it's real that's it's a, awesome they did a I'll pirate check song that out have to
1: listen to that next time <laughs> we're over at your house oh um. dude i got a whole dropbox folder full of gold yeah you also have the uh the kit more
0: sounds on here. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know if people are supposed to know about yeah, that but it's funny i think it's everybody it's, knows it's, about it what happened was i lost my voice one day yeah and i was real raspy like, yeah yeah and they're like you sound like kit more and i had just done like some demos for cole taylor and somehow he had like a dropbox file of just all of his yeah 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 like all of his <laughs> yes from a vocal yeah. session so i just chopped them up because my my voice at the time sounded like <laughs> real raspy like that <clears throat> so i'd be like hey uh grady do you need do you need the bridge i'd be like yeah <laughs> press the button <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> that's funny um how did you meet your wife i met her playing with jared ashley Nice. At the floor of Bama. I thought you were gonna say like Tinder or something. No, this is before dating apps. Yes. Oh, nice. Or yeah. Bama. <laughs> hey, there's uh, hope. Yeah, yeah. Her name is Hope. Oh, well, my wife's name's Hope. Oh, yeah. that's fine. Um, but I met her. and met her in Florida. I was playing a gig, and uh, <laughs> you were like, "I'm gonna marry that girl." No, I was like, yeah. "Hey, we we're standing at the band house across the street." I was like, what are you doing after the show? She's like, "Nothing." I was like, you "Come hang out at the, at the band house, come make
1: out or something." Yeah. yeah. She's
0: like, "Okay, yeah, I'll come." And I'm like over there just by myself because I'm waiting on hope to come. Yeah. Never would come. Damn. Three nights in a row stood me up. Just cock blocked me. Damn. <laughs> right? Then I come to come to find out. I was like, I find out she's from Nashville. Oh, wow. Yeah. I yeah. didn't know that. Um, just met her at the beach. Just just a girl, you know, in the crowd just hit it off. Yeah. And uh, this is actually kind of an interesting story. I was on going on a double date with uh, my buddy and my buddy, his name's Chris, he's kind of unreliable. And it, it, when it comes to like, you know, giving you accurate information, yeah. he's like, hey man, I'm going on a double date with this chick and her like two hot friends if you wanna come. I was like, yeah, man, that sounds cool. Like I'll drive over. So I'm riding with Chris in his minivan. I get a call from nice. both my parents. They're like, we're getting a divorce. I was like, this is heavy. Like I'm on my way to this super hot double date right yeah. now. Like, can we talk about this tomorrow? Like I don't I don't have the headspace to like talk Wait, about this. Did right you now. know that it was at a blind date or it was just like you knew it was Hope? No, 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 no. Okay. This is different. This yeah, is like different. different. This situations. is after I met Hope. You know, yeah. I try to hang out with her a couple nights at the Florida van and she wasn't kept having it. she kept yeah. standing me up because she had to go home. Yeah. Um, she was out there with her parents. I mean, we're twenty three yeah. twenty-one. Um, so I'm going on this double date. Uh I'm sitting down, it's like M.L. Rose or something like that. So, or it might've been in 12 South, 12 South tap tap room. And uh, Chris, Chris, me and Chris were sitting there by ourselves and his his girl walks in and she's really hot. And I was like, oh, this is cool. Normally like hot chicks kind of hang out together. So I'm assuming like her two friends are also pretty hot. The grenade. (laughs) (laughs) It was worse than that, dude. (laughs) it was worse it was it was two dudes oh no Oh no! <laughs> she yeah she had some some friends you know what i mean yeah. two, two guy friends and they were really into each other yeah and so it's like those two dudes are just chatting away and then chris and his girl are chatting away
4: and you're just my like, parents well, are getting
0: a divorce and yeah. i'm at this bar drinking by myself like total fifth will and i was like oh yeah there is this girl hope that i met at the floor at, of bama. at the floor of bama she's from nashville so i texted her i was like hey what are you doing can you come pick me up i rode to this terrible double date with my friend chris and it's going awful she's like well i'm dressed up as a giraffe right now so <laughs> yeah. she worked at toys r us yeah.
2: Fuck me too which one did she work at
0: she worked at the one in uh Rourke? white bluff oh
2: dude i worked at the one in murphy's or probably Braff. dixon dude i worked at the murphy's bro and i worked there three and a half years yeah damn
0: so she's like well i just i'm just getting off work let me Get change free. out of my costume i'll come pick you up Jeffrey, baby. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's how we that's how picked uh, So she changed. Yeah, she wasn't dressed as a so giraffe when she picked me up. That's <laughs> awesome,
2: dude. I got all the old Toys R Us shit. It. home. Dude, I'll have to send you sh- pictures
0: when I get home. It's a shame that the place is going. Flashbacks, right? yeah,
2: yeah. Huh? dude. I would. Well, I wouldn't be here without Toys R Us, honestly, because well. I moved to town to get to for audio production, and. I couldn't afford in-state tuition, so I had to work full-time and go to school part-time for so many semesters. And then after, I was like, well, I just can't afford to live, so I'm just going to work here pretty much my whole time in college. Pretty much work there right until they closed, closed, pretty yeah. much, yeah.
0: <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. No, she was a draft. That's awesome, Jeffrey. <laughs> <laughs> and you've been married ever since? Y'all got a kid? Y'all <clears throat> yeah, do a, we yeah. date. I mean, shit, we dated for probably three years and got yeah. married – in 2016 had a baby in 2020 he's two he's crazy
1: yeah he's he fun. looks just like you dude it's insane i'm thankful yeah
0: no there's no denying his lineage
1: yeah and he, he has a drum kit he has that's a drum like kit souped up i got him an sjc kit yeah it's like super nice
0: it's like a it's a it's a <laughs> it's legit nicer kit. than
1: your drum kit mac one
0: Hey, back. I got a DW kit. We're good. It's it's pretty it's pretty nice, man. It's yeah. it's a real kit. He's a little small for it, but he's he'll grow into it. He's growing into it. He can kick the pedals now. Nice. Does he uh, does he show interest in it? Or oh would, yeah, yeah, big time. Oh yeah, I think he like likes my it.
1: My kid is playing drums. I don't care if he doesn't want to. Or not.
0: <laughs> no, I don't, dude. I'm yeah. not. I will not pressure him into playing yeah. drums because I love that drum kit and I'll take yeah. it back. Yeah, in a heartbeat. Yeah, <laughs> I'd love yeah. to have that. At the studio. But no, he. every time he plays it, he gets a lot of attention. So I yeah. think that he's just like, he's never like, yeah, good job. You know, he hit something we're like, wow, amazing. Yeah. So he, he loves it. Yeah. Um, are y'all going to have any more kids? <sighs> I don't know. Chilling a while. <clears throat> we're going to chill for a little bit. Yeah. We're just now, I don't know, you know, anybody that's parents, they kind of, they kind of get it. It's like the first year is just insanity. Yeah. Then the next year is like, not so bad, but like, he's a little over two now. It's like, wow, we're actually kind of doing what we used to do before kids. And that's kind of fun. Yeah. You know, it's like kind of nice to get back to that. Do you ever hire a babysitter, like have date nights
1: and stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. As much as we can. So you were, I mean, dude, you work probably, I mean, we all work hard, but I mean, you work a lot like, like, you know, just like a artist or songwriter does. What, what, what do you, what do you do to just kind of recharge?
0: I don't work on the weekends. Okay. That's nice. I call it, um, I don't work wednesday after 5 p.m either okay so i set aside like no go zones okay That's then good. everything else is kind of like free reign yeah. let's do it it makes you kind of feel like let's make hay you know what i mean yeah because i'm not going to be here on saturday yeah. i'm not going to be here on sunday so i'll work super late on a friday every now and then you'll do a weekend session for nope. never nope won't do it not even for uh blaine Rudd. nope nice Nope. I think the last weekend thing I did um, was for Tenille Arts oh, in nice. 2021. 20, oh, nice. And it was a holiday weekend. So it, I, it was a three-day weekend. So I just spent the first half of one of the days working. And then I drove to the river and had you know a proper weekend. So weekend, weekend. is uh, Saturday, Sunday or what? hmm Yeah. Yeah. Cut out early Friday sometimes yeah. but not if i have stuff to do yeah you know so i have a little office at this at the house now too so i can work from the home yeah. as well so if 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 i'm not tracking you know if there's not like actual human bodies that need mm. to be in my studio sometimes i'll work from the house yeah so just kind power of bill out.
1: at saxman studios it's just through the roof huh
0: it's not that bad not that bad no yeah. no the water bill is more oh really yeah everybody flush their shitting toilets, over dude. there yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. What time yeah. does your day normally start? Uh, <coughs> normally, normally about eight. Mm, not then, too bad. No, but that's because I drop my kiddo off at like seven thirty. Mm. My daycare yeah. is right next to the studio too. Oh, nice. It's convenient. So I, I have him in the mornings, so I'll get up, get him ready. I'll be at the studio by eight. And then, you know, I've had, I've had weeks where I'll put in 80 hours, you know? Yeah. Monday through Friday with still taking Wednesday evening wow. off. Wow. So sometimes it's 16-hour days and sometimes it's not. And you take vacations periodically, right? Yeah. 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 And it, it changes when you have a family too. It's like you you just don't want to got to go make some memories sometimes. You totally. Know? Yeah. You, you you can't just be buried in your work. Yeah. You know what I mean? You just it's it's less fulfilling, I think, too, um when you know that there's like two other people like waiting on you to get home. Yeah. You yeah. know. Yeah, I think when I get those
1: quarterly checks, sometimes I'm like, dude, why I even do all this? I'm just going to live off this money and just go fishing. Go fishing. You buy yeah. a boat, man. <laughs> I do have a boat. I bought a boat. And uh also just bought a fishing kayak, which is badass. I took it to Percy yesterday. Do you have to paddle that thing? Boat. No, dude. It has foot pedals. What the fuck? Oh, you bought a paddle boat? No, it's... it's. I'll show you a video. It's called a Hobie 360. It's like, a
2: Hobie 1 Kenobi. That thing has yeah. to
1: cost more than my car. Yeah, I mean, it was it was, it was was about in the 15K range. Okay, yeah, it costs more pretty, than my car. It's expensive. Um, but
0: it's badass. It has a little motor on the back. Is that your new hobby? What? Fishing. Oh, that's always been my hobby. I feel like you've picked up dramatically since you started hanging out with Will at the studio. Probably uh, not you uh, No, it I mean,
1: I was fishing a lot before that. I mean, I... I Man, I mean, I've always pretty much been a fisherman. Like I said, no.
3: Yeah, we've, um, I mean, it, sure, we when w- I, we've, we've been going like hell. We did it during not not so much. We used to during fish COVID, over but, at Macy's,
1: yeah. uh, Macy's Friends Pond and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, I mean, he's fish, still salty about I'm that. i fished
3: my whole life because we, uh, I caught that big one that he was throwing against the bank and I threw out in the middle just to, but I will say this go ahead. I, I caught that one that was like oh, yeah. a five or six pounder and he's like, he's like <laughs> What the fuck? It wasn't that big. <laughs> It wasn't
1: five or six pounds. It was probably three. <laughs> but last time we went, he was catching all the big ones, and I call it an eight point two. So I've got him beat on the PB. But anyway, yeah, he's got me. Long story short, um, I've been fishing my whole life. It's like my favorite
0: thing to do. I just um, I felt like I was like, man, he's hanging out with Will a lot. Look at him out there fishing. But I
1: will tell you this: Will is probably. Uh, Top three best fishermen that I know in my life. Top three. Who's yeah. the other two? It would be Dean, um, which is my fishing guide when I go to Florida,
0: and um, I can't think of the other one. Right He's now. top two then. He's top two then. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, you're like me. I'm the se- I'm the yeah, first I'm, one. I'm the I'm, I'm the, the, the best one. fisherman yeah. I know. I know myself pretty good.
1: I mean, there's a few people that I, you <laughs> know I have in mind, but I don't want to piss anybody off. You know, but Patrick is probably be. I one say of the burn some fucking bridges. Yeah. Um. Anyways, man, I think this has been a cool po- podcast. I mean, I don't feel like we're really promoting anything, you know what I mean? You got plenty of work. I mean, I'm sure people are going to hit you up to to do it. But I think it's been cool to – we've been friends for a long time, you know? Ten years. And ten years, you know? Yeah.
0: It's crazy to even think about it, you know? and uh, and What's funny is, like, I think especially between me and you, it's uh, – I've ended up somehow or another on almost all your stuff. Throughout a 10-year. One way or the other, whether you
1: produced it, whether Josh Bright produced it, whether Nolan produced it. But also, Max like, will. it
0: was never one of those things that was discussed. It was never, like, I need Grady to be on my stuff. I just yeah. it happened. It just happened. It yeah. just happened to end Working. up on all your crap. Like, yeah. always. Yeah. You know? And you're like, who's playing drums? Like, oh, it's Grady. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, just yeah. kind of, I've always enjoyed that about, like, our story. It's yeah. like. No matter like who you were using, yeah. you know whatever producer you were floating through, it's like I always somehow ended up yeah. on your stuff. Yeah. Just
1: <laughs> man, I love
0: you know Nolan,
1: and we can talk more about Nolan because Nolan's was my one of my. I mean, he's. I felt you know Nolan passed away for those you don't know. I wasn't but, sure how much of that you wanted to. Yeah, I mean, he died of a heroin them. overdose. I mean, let's bring awareness to it. It's a real thing, yeah. you know. Addiction is, but um, you know, I mean, he. I mean, he really is responsible for um a lot of the way I am as an artist, you know, and a lot of the way I like my sound, to, my stuff to sound sonically. Um, cause he was like my first guy, you know, and, um, also on top of that, I mean, he was extremely good. He, yeah, he was extremely good. He was extremely est- good, extremely
0: talented. Um, and that was the only thing that ever held him back. Yeah, was his mental health stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know all that, but but you got like for your first producer, you got like the cre- kind of the cream of the crop yeah. in, a, in a weird way. In a weird way, yeah. yeah like like, like just, you, you got exposed to because he he got to learn from a lot of people in L.A. over like, when he was signed to Capitol or yeah. whatever it was. You know yeah. RCA, and he was such a nerd when it came to audio and for his sure Nashville yeah. native grew yeah. up around it. And Dad played, and mom yeah. sang, so. For that to be your first producer i mean he's kind of setting the bar yeah, pretty I mean, high and, and, i mean dude he believed in me when nobody did
1: him him and this guy named aaron lee the aaron aaron lee's like one of my best friends we write songs together even still and we talk on the phone and like both those guys like believed in me so much before way before you know when i still had like fucking this thing and the oh, sideburns. yeah, you know, I remember, remember that. that. I remember yeah. that tray, dude. Yeah, and uh, you know, just like fat, and you know, moved home to get married, and you know, all that stuff. But um, I felt, you know, it always. But you know, as as Nolan's kind of mental health started to deteriorate over the years, I had to like find something else because I wasn't just gonna quit playing music because my producer was like was mentally ill, you know. Mm-hmm. So I was just like moved to Josh, and then moved to. You know, and then when I moved to Nashville, it's like me and Maxwell became friends, and I was like, "Oh, cool! You got a studio in your bedroom? Like, let's make some music together." Yeah. So I don't know, man. It's been cool, but it has been cool that, um, you know, you've always been somebody that I could call to like bounce shit off of. You know, musically yeah, or whatever. Totally. So.
0: It's just a bizarre. It's just a bizarre way the the world works. Yeah. You know full, what I mean? All for, those full circle moments. That for whatever out. reason, it seems like our. You know, our planets have just always kind of orbited each other in yeah. a very natural way. Yeah, it looks like we're about to get ready to make some more
1: music together. So Let's do it, man. Let's do it. Go platinum, baby. I got like fucking 30 songs that you played on. That this year. Gonna, yeah, this year. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. I know we're people are like, you working on any of that Trey stuff? I was like, I think we might have cut we've 30 already, songs this year. We've already done it. Yeah, we've <laughs> yeah. already
1: done it. Now we just got to decide where, where go, what goes where. And yeah. We had a good
0: not. meeting about it today, so. Yeah, I wasn't there, but yeah. How do you even cherry pick from thirty songs? I don't know. Sounds like you know? a nightmare.
1: I mean, I I think regardless, I'll always I don't like my thing is I don't ever want to be that artist that just like has a bunch of songs that he never put out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So in some form or fashion, they will come out at some point. It's know?
0: kind of fun because you get to be creative with all this extra content. Yeah. Right. So yeah. now you have this unreleased music that it's like, you could you could put it on a floppy disk. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you could do uh, something NFT. crazy. Yeah. You could do, you know, whatever. You could send people on a scavenger hunt to go find a CD. Yeah. And let funny. them leak it. Yeah. On Napster. That could be cool, yeah. Yeah, you could do anything yeah, fun, dude. you know? It's like you got we'll all these songs. for the TikTok. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's yeah. cool. That's Where's cool, Waldo? though. Yeah. Dude, you can make your own Pokemon Go app where they have to go to a specific location and, and get searched through it. That yeah, and they get one cool. song every location they go to around Birmingham. They yeah. have to go to Birmingham. Yeah, I need to get a God little... Down okay. the r- wrong, need, wrong way in the one way. I need, to
1: get, I need to get a little more famous for that, you know. No but, fanatic. no,
0: but that, that's, that's cool, though. And it's, have it's, you listened to
1: the new Hardy stuff we were talking about earlier? Just so great,
0: right? It's fucking awesome. Yeah, What's it? The... Um, <coughs> the what? the one about the crow yeah the, uh, the what is it the mockingbird and the mockingbird crow mockingbird and the crow i was into it when it was just the first yeah the first, the first part. half you know and then it was like holy fuck and apparently from what i understand that's where the who plays the whole, drum
1: on that drums on that stuff is that like a program thing from what? what i
0: understand i i would if it was a human i would assume it's jerry Rowe. Mm-hmm. yeah cuz i think he does a lot of the big loud stuff yeah um, but if it's a human, <laughs> if it's a human, I think it's Jerry yeah. Um, But from what I understand, you know, half the record is country and the other half is rock, and yeah. that is where it that, pivots. Yeah, and so it's it's essentially the. I mean, when's the what's the last country concept record you've heard of? Uh
1: I mean maybe Sturgill Simpson.
0: Yeah, but it wasn't yeah.
1: it wasn't commercial
0: yeah exactly you know I mean it did well I don't want to say it negatively like yeah, oh, it wasn't commercial yeah yeah but like it wasn't like radio it <laughs> wasn't the radio country format yeah that Hardy is
1: well I think the cool thing what he's doing is like he's uh, on this record he could have a number one at radio at country radio and then he can have a number one at rock radio he's and that's crazy. how rock's gonna come back I mean rock's already look, <laughs> look
0: at jelly roll yeah exactly have you had him on here no i haven't but i was on his wife's podcast that was Yeah, that i mean i isn't i think it's true but like at one point jelly roll had charting singles on country hip-hop and rock charts all at the same time man yeah it's crazy but i think that proves my
1: point that music is all just going to be one genre one day
0: it already is yeah it's just the lyrics that make you country yeah that's it exactly um but i think I think it's probably a good thing too for country because traditionally it's it's held a much smaller portion of the market. Yeah. So, with guys like Hardy and doing this rock breakover stuff, I think it's just opening up country even more. Just like when Dan and Shay was breaking off and doing the pop stuff, and Taylor Swift went pop and opens up the country market. Well, to a lot of you
1: know, like back other- in the Florida Georgia Line era, like a lot of the old rock guys came to country. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And now I've I'm like, talking about specifically guys with Mohawks. Yeah, just like you know, a lot of the a lot of the players you know right. that played in rock bands like came. It was here. a lot
0: of like the Warped Tour guys. They're like, man, yeah. I'm tired of riding around in Jake bands. Jake Rose,
1: that's like prime example of yeah. somebody that they're know. like, we sh- we get to shower every day and ride in a bus. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah, yeah, man! Shower every day. Bummer yeah, count it. me in. Or that Justin Holt
0: shirt for three days. Dude, that's
2: how my, if we're in a bus, next, next week I'm out with you. I'm going to change more than
0: once. Good, good. You shower twice a week, whether you need to or not? Yeah, it's about it, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, let's have a date. You know, it's not good for your skin to you know be in the water for that long. Like, dude, that's what I'm saying. It'll like, dry it, you out, man. It's, exactly. well, like, I grew up
1: listening to um, 90s um, rock. You know yeah. what I mean? Like puddle of mud. and oh, yeah. Like, you know, all that stuff yeah but that means that kind of music hasn't really existed in the most recent years
0: you know not like in no, a, it, a commercial it, I would say it probably died in 2004 when the warp Tour thing yeah, took off yeah you know yeah
1: and then I feel like now it's gonna like make a comeback I mean hardy do you know it's it right, like turning on your local radio station here ball with the ball <laughs> you know what i mean
0: are they still playing it or are you talking about back in the I'm day just talking
1: about when i was eight years old my mom was in the tanning bed and i was like in the
0: car and i was like what is this you know dude i we used to we used to have a beach house down in texas the beach was bolivar beach it's like not a nice beach yeah it's so not nice that you can drive on the beach in whatever vehicle hey, you, yeah whatever vehicle you have yeah like it's fine yeah you're not gonna mess it up, but we would just drive down the beach with our windows all the way down. I remember being like a kid with in, with my family and my dad be blasting Kid Rock, yeah, just to just to see like people dancing to it. You know what yeah. I mean? It's just just great, yeah. Man, his live show is fucking awesome. Oh yeah, and then I'm you get to it. you get to tour with him.
1: Yeah, I got to go on tour with him. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, dude, thanks for being on here. I really appreciate. Oh yeah, and coming on. My uh, pleasure,
0: man. This fun. I always enjoy getting to hang. Your episode twenty. Talk really yeah oh yeah i'll take an even number
1: yeah so thank y'all for watching episode 20 of the dm monday podcast and uh please like rate subscribe whatever and uh we'll see y'all next time peace out give a holler to that blue collar boy out in the holler let him ride you out the city around the farm do some fishing in the dark get you digging out the stars a little closer out no oh, if you need a little change of view. You want to see how the down home looks on you. Light it up, he'll be gone. Just give a country boy a call. If you want to see what you hear in them country songs,
0: want to watch a harvest moon hang all night long. If you want to stick them high risers in the rear view, he's got a cross hanging from the middle one. All you got to do is just give a holler to that blue collar boy out in the
1: Let them ride you out the city, round the farm Do some fishing in the dark Get you digging, have the stars a little closer